Hey all, and uh, welcome to this week's episode of the uh, Mike Muldoon Podcast. I'm your host, uh, Mike Muldoon, and um, yeah, thanks for joining me. As I often talk about, you know, life is about living. It's not something that we should be a uh, a passive participant in. And um, well, today I, I want to talk about something. Um, I talk a little bit about it at times, but I, I think today I want to spend a little bit more time talking about it. And uh, that subject, though I know it's kind of funny because most people think it's their favorite subject um, in regards to them. But uh, today I want to always, as always, I want to keep it real and I want to talk to you all about about me and what's going on and where I'm at and hopefully where I'm heading. You know, I, I talk about a lot of times on my podcast, uh, you know, I, I don't pretend to know everything. It's uh it's a journey for me as much as it is for uh, for uh, you know, everybody who's tuning in and who is coming here to uh, you know, maybe find the strength to, you know, chase their own dreams or do their own things or break away from some bad habits or walk that road alone, uh, whatever it might be. Um, you know. But uh you know, I want to I want to talk a little bit about uh, me because uh, I think it's important that you understand, uh, and I don't want you to understand. Like I said, I'm just somebody who uh, I'm a regular guy, you know, going through my own stuff at times, figuring it out. But I also want you to know that I'm on a journey as well. See, one of the things I always hated is, especially now with like social media, you know, when you're coming across certain people, coaches and stuff like that, don't get me wrong, there's some phenomenal coaches out there and you know their journey. We've seen their journey. We witnessed journey. But a lot of other times it's just, you know, people suddenly talking about, you know, whatever they're doing, how successful they are. They're, you know, they're at the end result, right? All of a sudden they've appeared and they're talking about what they did, but they got the Ferrari and the jets and the cars and then this and that. But, they, you know, we, we didn't see their journey. They're telling us about their journey. You know, they're telling us. And for me, I'm on my journey. I continue to be on my journey. And I want to share a little bit more with it, especially people who haven't, uh, who don't know me on a personal level, who have only been tuning into my podcast or um, finding me in other channels. You know, but my my journey is uh, continuous. And, uh, you know, especially over the last year, you can see like, um, I really got on to coaching people and working with people when I was living in the United Kingdom. It's funny because my wife always said to me years ago, we met over... Um, Gosh, my wife and I have been married 10 years, so it's been almost 12 years. And I remember 12 years ago, my wife said to me, we were just sitting there. By the way, it's probably like the lowest point in my life. My wife says to me, she goes, you know, you're a very motivating person. You should be like a life coach. And I was like, uh, no, that's not, I have no interest in doing something like that. At the time, I had other interests and uh, I was like, I just completely brushed it off. And uh, it was it's just interesting, though, that I, through all that, though, in some ways she was kind of right because I was always like, working with people and, and, and helping them. And so anyway, it took years later to when I was working in sports um, over in England. 
And I realized, you know, I love teaching football, but I loved seeing people improve. I love seeing their lives improve. I love seeing them get better. So as as a lot of guys come to play football, especially a lot of them who never played the sport before, I loved coaching them and seeing them, you know, get better and better and be and, and become really good players and, and be successful on a field. And I, I thrived in that. But I also realized I spent a lot of time with these guys talking about life. You know, how to better themselves, you know, not saying this is what you have to do, but they would talk to me about certain things and I would say, well, well, have you thought about this? Have you thought about that? Or, you know, that's a limiting thought. Don't let people tell you that. And, um, and I realized, wow, I, I, you know, (laughs) what my wife was saying to me is actually something I, I should be doing. And that's when I started moving to coaching. And in my Instagram, it's kind of documented. We were living in England at the time, and I would just do videos every day, little things about, you know, how to improve your life or things that I was doing. And But anyway, over that last, it's been four years. So it's been four years. And in four years, it's been it's been crazy, um, everything. You know, I've got to see, my wife and I, we, we left the U.S. and we went to England because we figured out, ah, we'll go over there and... You know, we'll, we'll maybe live there for, you know, the rest of our lives. And then, you know, we got to a point where like, ah, you know, maybe this isn't really the place for us right now. Let's uh, let's go back to the U.S. So we didn't really have a plan. We didn't have a plan. Like some people have plans. They said, we're going to save up all this money. We're going to do this. This is how we get there. And one of the challenges with that a lot of times is that you never end up doing what you want to do because you're always just planning for it. And what my wife and I did is we put a we literally picked a date was about six months away and we said on this date we're moving and we went ahead and we set up movers for that date now whether we were ready or not to go we had movers coming we had to go and that kind of put us on like on a on a on a deadline or something that like look there's no way to avoid this you're going you know the clock is set you've got to move and uh so again it wasn't like we we're in this amazing position to just pick up and go but we had to because you know we put that date on the board so anyway, the, the date comes and I'm the first one I have to I have to come back to the US. Now, at the time uh, in in the UK, I wasn't really working much. Um, you know, uh, it was a visa thing for a long time and then even when I had my visa stuff, it was uh I was really just struggling really finding, you know, work there, consistent work, especially cuz I had an entertainment background and my whole life would've been New York, Los Angeles and and uh, it just wasn't moving there. Um, so anyway, when we left, my wife was like, look, you know, I, I can take care of everything here. I can help you out. But when you get over there, you're kind of on your own. So whatever we have, any little savings in this, this is yours. But, um, you know, you're kind of on your own. And I knew that. And so it was literally about four years ago, um, almost, I think it was like three days ago. It was like four years and three days ago or something. I landed in the U.S., and I had to uh, had to figure it out. And I remember um, because my wife and I were going to move back to the Carolinas because we lived there a little bit. I remember I flew to New York and my parents, who were considering moving down to Charlotte, were like, well, we'll pick you up and we'll we'll drive down with you. <laughs> oh, gosh. So I landed in New York City uh, at JFK. My parents literally picked me up. I get in a car and boom, we're driving, you know, 12 hours to Charlotte. And um, when I got down here, I didn't have time to relax because I had to put things together. I had to get moving. I didn't have a job lined up. I didn't have anything. Okay. So again, we took this leap. There was no plan. There was nothing in place. We just said, go. And uh, 
when I landed, I, you know, got here and I, uh, I had to go buy a car, but in the past I'd always buy new cars or lease new cars. I said, no, no, I'm, I'm not going to do that time. And I, I remember I went to a couple of dealerships. I found a really cheap car. I took a small loan from Bank of America and I said, yeah, I don't care what that car is. It moves, it drives, it give it to me. And I took that car and, um, I went to my friend's house who I was staying with while we were looking for a place here. And, uh, I immediately signed up for a Lyft and Uber, like right away. And my buddy's like, are you, are you, are you doing that? And I'm like, yep, I don't care. I got to do something. And I started doing Lyft and Uber. And, you know, I mean, again, it was just no ego involved, no nothing. You got to do what you got to do to survive, you know, especially because I didn't want to take money from my wife who was in England handling everything else. Um, for here, it was like, you know, I'm, I've got to take care of myself. And that's what I did while simultaneously looking for a job. Now, again, my background was in entertainment for almost 20 years. Not a lot of entertainment in the Charlotte metro area, especially since they pulled out of the incentives many years ago. Um, So it's not like a booming entertainment town. But one thing I was always good at was sales. So I went over to uh, uh, a dealership, car dealership, because, you know... (laughs) I just said, I can go sell. And I went there and um, I remember I walked in and I, I talked to the receptionist. I said, I said, I think you guys are looking for salespeople. Can I, can I get a job here? And I gave her my resume and the woman was really kind. She's like, I'm going to give it to them because you seem like a really nice guy. And I said, that's great. <laughs> she was really sweet. And I left. And uh, a couple of days later, I got called for an interview at another company and I went to go meet with this other company. I didn't like it. So I said, you know what? I'm dressed. I'm in a suit right now. I'm just going to stop back over that dealership. It's local to me. I said, I really like it. It seems like they're nice people over there. And I said to the, I walk in, I go, hi, I'm back again. I haven't heard from anybody. Do you think there's somebody I could talk to? And she says, uh, you know what? Hold on. I- I'm going to get somebody because I, th- I-, I think you'd be really good here. And she went and she got a manager and he came over and he sat down. He brought me to an office and I started talking. I said, listen, I'll just be very honest with you. Just hire me and you won't regret it. And it was it was an ego thing. But, you know, I was in a I was in a position of almost desperation, right? Like I had to do something. I needed a job. And I think the guys, I think I remember him looking at me like, um, oh, OK. And lo and behold, you know, a few days later, they hired me. So but here's the thing. Now I'm going to going to car sales, right? And I still don't have the, I'm staying at my friend's house and because I'm not making any money yet, right? Cause you know, I'm just getting started there. I would work all morning, you know, into the evenings. I'd go to my car. I would change. I would then Uber and Lyft into the late nights, you know, early mornings, go back home, sleep, wake up, do it again. And that was my life. And that was my life for about six weeks because quickly, one thing I'm always good with was sales and with people. I started, you know, I started making money. And then eventually my family moved over. And um, and then, so I've, I'd been in this job for a couple of years. And I say this now, and it seems like I'm spending a lot of time ex- explaining this job to you because I, I'd been in this job for almost four years. Quickly after being there, they promoted me to a finance director, finance manager. I ran it for two years and then I moved up to sales manager and I've been running there for a year and a half now. So I've obviously moved up pretty quickly. I was doing kind of, I guess, the right things. The thing about it is, though, about this business is as great it is, and as much as I love the people I work with, it was really, um, it's really hard on your life because you do spend a lot of time there, and it's not a lot of time with your family. So as my kids now are growing up, I'm not seeing them much. You know, there's a lot of Saturdays, I'm not around. You know, there's vacations. You know, once twice a year. Um, you know, you can never plan anything. You can never, you never know when you're going to be around, and. If that starts weighing you now. The, now the crazy thing is, it's an easy job to get sucked into because uh, they pay you really well. 
I am paid very well for this job. To the point that it's very, you can understand why people who get into the car business, especially who move up into senior levels into management, it's very hard for them to leave because you are paid very well. Well, the thing is for me is that I, um, I always kept that aware. Like it's very easy to be sucked in here. Um, very easy to be sucked in here. And, um, but I knew I, I I couldn't do it forever because of my friends, uh, because of my friends, because of my family and my kids, because I want to be around. I, I want to be a dad. I want to be there for them. And it's and, and it's tiring and it's really frustrating to see my wife have to do so many things by herself, you know, being a single mother all the time by herself, going to events all by herself. I mean, it was really like a time she was a single mom. So why am I saying all this? Well, because oddly enough, Today, as you're listening to this podcast, to this episode, I have actually resigned. Now, I didn't just blow out on my company. I, I did him a favor. I gave him six weeks. I mean, which was, I guess, something nobody in this business ever gives. But I said to them, you guys have always been good to me. And they were good to me. And the friendships I have, they're amazing. The people I work with are great. I said, but I, 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 need, I need to move on. And a lot of people have come up to me and they said, how do you do that? How do you walk away from that? I mean, you know, you make really good money. You do, how do you do it? And ultimately it's because like I talk about on this podcast, life is about living. I don't feel like I was living there. And as I'm getting older, you know, I'll be, you know, I'm 48, I'll be 49 in a few months, closing on the 5-0. You know, as you start getting older, you start realizing time is moving faster. And, uh, and I, I had to make a change. Now, who knows? You know, maybe I break away from here and I fall on my face. But it's it's, a, it's something that I'm willing to try. It's something that I'm willing to do. Now, I believe in myself and I believe in my abilities that like anything, anytime I've ever jumped or pivoted or done something, it's always worked out. And that's probably why I feel so so certain when I talk to everybody here on this podcast that if you want to make a change and you believe that you can do it, you will do it. Really, it just comes down to the willingness to do what you ever have to, to do it. Like I said, my wife and I didn't wait till we saved up all this money and then move. We just said, we're going. And we went. And when I got here, I had to do what I had to do to make it work. And I did. And it's the same thing now, you know, making this jump. Well, everybody says, well, what's next? You have a job lined up? I don't. All I know is I'm going to keep building my podcast. I'm going to keep building my clients, my roster. But ultimately, I'm going to figure it out. I have to figure it out. You know, it's uh, it's crazy. And, and, and on a more of a personal thing here, you know, my my parents, they ended up moving down here. And uh, my parents are cool. I was really lucky. They were, they were very present parents, meaning they sacrificed a lot for me and my brothers. They were they were always around. Um, they didn't take, you know, never really left us alone. They were always want to be active participants in our sporting lives and everything we were doing. There was always a parent there. There was always that there was very supportive. But it's crazy because both of them waited a long time to retire. And um, they, they hadn't and they've retired. But, you know, my, my dad now is 81 years old. And shortly after moving down here, COVID hit. Uh, my dad got COVID and he survived. And then my dad had a, a heart problem and he's done fine. And then about a year later, my mom calls me and she says, you know, your father's been diagnosed with cancer, uh, leukemia, and the man is fine. And then recently, though, he um, he's back in the hospital as I as I speak right now. He's been in the hospital for a week now because they had to release uh, uh, that to remove this mass from the side of his face, which now is they're saying is cancer. They think they got it all. They think it's fine. The, the man is an absolute trooper. He's an absolute warrior. Um, 
But when I see that and then I start thinking about other things in my life, it's like my parents were amazing people, but they worked so hard for everything. And then they retired and then it's like they're dealing with all this stuff, you know, and and it's and it's and it's scary because we all think that way. We all think, well, you know what? You work really hard. You do this. You save. You put your money away. And then someday you retire. But more and more, there's just stories of people get to that point or never get to that point and they never really live their lives or try to live their lives because they're just too scared to make a a chance. Now, I've talked about this. Like if you're a young person right now and you're listening to this and you don't have any responsibilities or anything that you have to worry about, you know, if it's just you, then gosh, pivot, go out in the world, fail, fail again, fail over and over and over again. Keep trying, keep doing it. Because you know what? You're at an age right now where you can do it. Now, for me, I'm a little bit older. I've got my wife who's extremely supportive and she's amazing, but I've got kids. My pivot has to be a little bit slower. Now, this is a little bit, this is a big jump, but we, we have a plan. We have a plan. And like I said, I'm at a point in my life where I, I'm willing to do anything. You know, somebody said to me, you know, they said, well, what are you going to do? I said, I don't know. I'll go bartend. I don't know. I will do whatever I have to do to keep moving forward to, to get to the life that I want to live. A life that I've designed for myself in my mind that I want to bring to reality. And I couldn't let the trappings of just money keep me there. Now, who knows? You know, maybe in a few months, things change. I'm back in the business for a few minutes or or whatever it is. I don't know. But you have to be willing to take that risk. you got to be willing to step outside of your comfort zone and see what else is there. And it's also when you're outside your comfort zone that you learn so much about you. I've often said nothing good comes from when you're comfortable because when you're comfortable, you are complacent. Now, look, I'm not saying, you know, you have to go out in the world and risk and risk and risk to be happy because listen, if you're happy and you're, you're waking up every day and and you're enjoying your life and, and you feel good about yourself and where you are, that's amazing. And maybe you don't have much, maybe like, I don't have, it doesn't make a difference because happiness is about materialism. Happiness doesn't have to mean when I say you have to live a life, I don't mean your life has to be extreme. I don't mean you gotta be, you know, one of these squirrel flyers, you know, or jumping out of planes or jumping off buildings or doing whatever. You just have to be living a life that's yours, that you're happy, a life that you have designed for yourself that just makes you feel like you are free. You are free from any doubt in terms of a worry or regret that you are living your life, whatever that life might be for you. You know, some people, it's very simple. They just like to get up in the morning, have a cup of coffee. They enjoy what they're doing for their livelihood or their retirement, whatever it is. But that is what life's about. But if you're sitting there and you're thinking, you know, oh, I wish I was doing this. I wish I'd do it. Well, it's got time to get stop wishing it. It's time to go out there and at least try it. So you'll always be better for trying something and maybe failing than not trying at all. This is a long podcast. I don't know how many people have actually, or how many people might be staying with me here because I know it's a little bit of a, a little bit of a ramble. But what I want you to know is when you're listening to me, you're dealing with a guy who is not sitting here telling you about how it was. I'm telling you about how it is for me. I'm not telling you, you know, I'm sat sitting as this uber successful person in the world right now who's saying, oh, well, this is everything I did and this is how you get here. I'm, I'm saying, look, I'm getting there, but this is where I'm at right now. And that's all it is for me. Everything about me is about authenticity. It's about being authentic. And I'm not criticizing anybody. I know what I'm saying is I'm not criticizing, but for me, I just, I want, I want you guys to know my journey. I want you guys to know when you see my Instagram or you see my 
you know, my posts or, you know, listen to my podcast, then I'm not sitting here as a perfectly 100% polished individual who is uber successful. And I'm just telling you how I got there. You are with me on my journey. I am with you on your journey. And I hope we continue to journey together because I want you to have an amazing life. I want us all to have amazing lives. You know, we, we just, the more happier people we have in the world, the better we're going to be as a society. So there wasn't really much to be gained or learned from today's episode, I guess, except just uh, a little bit about me that, you know, kind of where my journey has been over the last, uh, you know, last uh, four years. But it's also important to realize, too, um, that when we left, we were able to build something amazing. So since we left four years ago, I don't want you to think, oh, what's what's got we've built amazing stuff. I mean, we went out and we've, you know, we bought a you know a, a phenomenal, beautiful home in the midst of one of the worst buying seasons ever during COVID. We've been able to do amazing things with our kids and and um and give them a great life. I mean, they, they just they they you know they think they have this amazing life. And um, so I guess I probably should have led <laughs> talked about this somewhere earlier in my podcast that it's that jump we took four years ago, we that risk we took, we are actually in a much better position uh, now than we were when we originally left it. Um, so understand that, you know, just taking a risk doesn't mean that you, uh, you know, you're not going to find the success or have a better life. We, we've built a great life in four years. And again, amongst a pandemic and during a buying season, when somebody says, you'll never buy a house and another house in this thing, you'll never do this, you'll never, and we never listened to them. And we were very fortunate. And, you know, we, we've lived pretty well over the last few years. So now we're just onto a, a new chapter in our lives. And um, well, ultimately, that's really all I have for you this week. If you stayed with me this long, I appreciate it. Um, if you're just tuning in uh, for your first episode, please go back and listen to the other ones. And who knows, maybe someone will be listening to this from years from now and they'll go, oh my gosh, look at that guy now. But this is where he was at this point in his life years ago. And you know what? If he had a willingness to do it or if he's done it, then then so can I. All right, all. As always, as you're listening to this right now, I'm currently at my last day at work. It is the last day and uh, going into the weekend. And like all of you, hoping to have a wonderful weekend. And uh, as always, I've got nothing but love for you.